Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, my friends. My name is Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall, and it is Iron Fist Day! Iron Fist Day, my friends. Iron Happy St. Patrick's Iron Fist Day. The day when St. <laughs> Patrick was drinking in a bar, and he, he ended up having to punch a man with a mug, and it broke the handle into the mug, and it just wrapped around his hand, and he, he got the nickname Iron Fist, for, or no, I'm sorry, Iron Fish from that, because, you know, he drinks like a fish. Yeah, and eventually we just... Over the years, it changed to Iron Fist. Yeah. As the, as the story it's was a better told. tale this way. Um, yeah. <laughs> none, so of the, none of that was accurate. <laughs> we have just watched the first episode of Iron Fist, and we are here. Uh, after a few weeks of absence, we're, we're happy to be back. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not dead. No. <laughs> we, were, we, so we, we, we talked about doing a Logan episode. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> let's, do it. let's do a 30-second Logan episode. Okay. You, have you seen Logan? No. Oh, well. Uh, this is going to be a short episode. It's pretty good. That's... <laughs> Great. It was real good. Cut. Maybe. <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> in For what it was trying to do, probably for what it was trying to do. Not necessarily in all realms, but for what the kind of movie they were making, the best comp movie, book movie ever. Like, the acting was stellar. Okay. The... Um, they were just trying for a dramatic story. I've heard that it's the best... Uh, the best, Mar- or yeah, the best X Men movie outside of Deadpool. I would even say, I mean, it just depends on what you're trying to do. Deadpool's yeah. the best yeah. comedy, probably of any, uh, of any of any comic book movie ever. Best comedy, uh, but Logan is probably the best drama. Okay, are the MCU movies are best more all around? You know, they're, they're like <laughs> a little bit more well rounded uh, than either of those. They just it's went- also expansive. The MCU yes. is like in every genre. Yeah, They've so we just got have, we their have, hands in a whole lot of pots. We have like you know the best, whatever the best mystical movie we've got. Now <laughs> we, the, we've got the best spy thriller, the best cosmic, uh, you know, space opera deal. So, <laughs> so, but 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 Logan was probably the best drama. Later this year, we're gonna have the best uh, universe traversing road trip buddy comedy. Yeah, pretty excited about that. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Logan was good. You should see it. Okay, that's that's the that's the that's, that's the, the end, end of our life. review. Um, all right, now let's talk about Iron Fist. Iron Fist it's is Iron so Fist Day. awesome. Everyone's tuning in here to hear about Iron Fist. Not Logan. Uh, what did you think of the first episode? I'm really excited about this series. I don't understand what the critics are talking about with this whole like, oh, this is pacing. It's like, no, this is this is the first episode of thirteen. Mm-hmm. You have thirteen hours to get to know this story, like. When we first, back, 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 way back when, way back in last year, or was it last year? Did you read a lot of the reviews? Yeah, I read a ton of them. Was it mostly the pacing and the white guy thing? Yeah, the white guy thing was the I, big thing. Th- that's the only two headlines I saw. I, I deliberately did not read any actual articles because I just didn't want to color my viewing too yeah. much. Uh, they were saying the pacing and the plots were not extremely cohesive but again the reviewers only saw the first six episodes right and the ones that's still half the series but yeah right but the the positive reviews because there's like if you go to rotten tomatoes there's five there's five fresh ish reviews the red red tomato instead of the green splat um those five 
good ones are basically saying in episodes five and six, it started to really come around and actually you understand what is happening in the series as it's right. as itself it starts to find its footing i i definitely you know i came into this a little concerned but try i dare i tried to keep those uh those reviews out of my brain because yeah. i wanted to give my own fresh take on it um but uh i, I can kind of see uh in the first episode i'm still not um i'm not in love with danny rand yet and I wanted to be. I wanted I to be more in love with Danny Rand. I am. I, I like he's, him. He's so he's so adorable, you know. Yeah, kinda. Um, kinda. Yeah, I, I like him, but I don't like. I don't have the same affection for him. I feel like at this point, like in the first forty seconds of Daredevil, I had feelings for Matt Murdock. His like crying. His tearful. Tearful conversation with that priest. Yeah, like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm on You're Matt Murdock. Right I'm sold on Matt Murdock. And and then Jessica Jones, kind of the same thing. She had a very like, I don't know. It was just an original take on a superhero and her being like an alcoholic and all this stuff. Like yeah, but that all kind of that like that original take is not necessarily an original take. That's just the character right. from the pages. Right, right, right. Sure, sure, sure. It just felt new and and so I I was right, interested because we haven't to follow seen it on her. Scream before. And I haven't felt that way about Danny Rand yet. yet. I'm not saying I won't. And I like I like him. I just don't I don't have the same affection and all the way from Jessica Jones, I felt that way about Luke Cage. So as soon as he's on screen in Luke Cage, I yeah. was already well. You already had some time with him, yeah. to get to know so him before. I've, I a just uh, had a lot of I had a lot of affection for the main characters, yeah. of all three of the series. Now, the plot. Uh, with spoiler alert: We're going to get more into plot now. Um, <laughs> we haven't really spoiled anything yet; just <clears throat> talked in generalities. But spoiler alert: We are. This is a spoiler review. Um, I was not too interested in the tale until I found out that um, Wendell was still alive. Okay. Uh, what's his name? Wendell... Wendell... Meacham. Meacham. Wendell Meacham no. is still alive. Or is his son Wendell, he's... No, it's Wendell Rand is Danny's dad. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, Meacham. Whatever the Meacham father's name is. I didn't know he... I, I Again, I... Call him Faramir. I didn't know it's he was. Mirror. I didn't know he was alive. I didn't know he was going to be on the show. I so, did. I thought we had talked about that. I'm sure we did, but I try not to listen. He's just to completely you. forgot. Um, I just try not to pay attention to plot details too much because I like to be surprised. And obviously, I think we were supposed to be surprised by his appearance in the last half of the. Uh, and I mean, just because he's on the show, it could have meant flashbacks. Could have meant anything. Yeah. But the fact that he's still alive and pulling the strings and what does that mean and. Uh, does why? his daughter know? Yeah. Why is he in a bunker with just a whole bunch of cinder blocks around? Yeah. Like, does his daughter know? That's a big. That's, that's a, a good big question. question. Who Who is his daughter? When she drugs him at the end, I think we're supposed to get the sense of oh, she's in on everything. But I don't yeah. think she is. I think she's. Uh, it seemed like she was being pushed into it because. Well, I think she legitimately wants fast. to stop that guy because I don't think she thinks he's <clears throat> Danny. I think she thinks he's a dangerous. I think she's more open person. to him being Danny. Yes, that's true. But she's still like well, she says that. But that's the, she says that. But she says that under the ruse of poisoning him. Right. Right. <laughs> so, but the, like, if you look at it from their perspective, like if on our perspective, we know that's Danny. That's Danny Rand. Right. But and and you're supposed what if to be he's like not. That'd be a great twist. Oh my god! <laughs> but like from our perspective, that's Danny Rand, and those guys are just being assholes for not listening to him. But if you look at it 
in the sense of like, what is a, what's an executive level person in a company supposed to do when some guy dressed like a hobo shows right. up claiming to be somebody who is supposedly dead 15 years ago? Yeah, it makes total sense. It and makes I think total that, sense for them to be like, no, go away. I think that her reaction is totally plausible for either way. And I think we still don't know for sure where she's going to fall on the whole. Yeah. And I th- just just based on my like experience in television and the way they have set her up as a sympathetic character, even in flashbacks as a child, she was like looking mad at her brother for yeah. hurting Danny and why'd uh, you kick him? You jerk. Yeah, all of that makes me think she's going to end up on the good side. Like <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I've been burned too many times. Yeah, it's true. It's true. That that and that's interesting to me. I, I like. I'm interested in her character and which where she's going to fall on the spectrum. Yeah, like as far as character, uh, like actually delivering the character, making me believe who they are. The Meacham siblings are just they're they're nailing it. They're knocking it out of the park. Yeah, like they're fantastic. I I believe that that Finn Jones is definitely playing Danny, and it's it, like he's he's cute and adorable in. A silly way, like yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel adorable. Why is he a dork? He's <laughs> the way that he's got some sort of Zen Buddhist phrase for everything, like in every way. Like he's he's a he's a Buddhism dork. All he's right. one of those like that's his fandom. His Buddhism, <laughs> and that might be oversimplifying it, but okay, <laughs> it, it might be. It might be, and you know that's the way of life for for people who are raised yeah. in like in that in that culture. Yeah, and, he and may, he's like uh, that's his religion, so that's probably yeah. A little, and and uh, the the, fun, <laughs> the thing that I keep going back to that was so damn funny is that um, when he when he was like, I know what it feels like to be hit in the side of the head by a training stick. Like yeah. Ask Lee Kung the Thunderer. You like your name dropping and she doesn't know who the hell that yeah, is. Yeah, but that's that's for the where. comic fans. That's the, like It is. All of that is for people who've read the comics. That's for us, but like if you're outside of that, if you're looking at it from her her perspective, she's like, "Who the hell is that? Like what are you talking about? Your sure. name dropping like it's impressive and that doesn't make it get out of here. Go." Yeah, I really liked Colleen so far. I'm 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 down with Jessica Henwick. I'm ready for them to uh, have a, have a more substantive encounter. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I want to see. I want to see where that goes. Well, I want to yeah, see. She, she saw him fighting this, the guards or fighting the security yeah. dudes in the in the yeah, alley. Yeah. So uh, so so next time she'll give him more uh, more weight. Yeah, she's, I think. she's actually going to consider him. Oh, when she said that, I already have somebody who cleans up. How badly did you want that to be Luke Cage? Because I really wanted that to be Luke Cage. Uh, that would have been good. What? But Luke Cage... He's in prison. He's in prison, yeah. He went back to prison. So Wrongly, but he went. He did go back to prison. What? Yeah. Well, he's, he is technically uh, on the lam, so... He was. Legally, he did escape from jail, but he was wrongfully accused the first time, so he's got to go get uh, Matt Murdock to defend him. Yeah. Yeah, I I want all I want to get back to all that. <laughs> I, this this story has not wrapped me up enough to where I'm not like let's get back to can we do get, can we do some more crime drama? Yeah, please. Um, but I you know I'm I'm liking it so far. I'm in. I'm on board. Uh, right in the first opening sequence, like whenever he was walking in, like your first seconds of the show, barefoot Danny comes walking in, and like my first reaction to that was like. Oh shit! They're they're going right for it. Like they're just jumping in. Wow. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, which so fresh and so cool. I guess maybe because I knew, uh, I knew that he was going to be barefoot or whatever. Like we'd seen that on the yeah, trailer. we'd seen that on the trailer. Yeah, I guess maybe the, the trailer kind of spoil. I felt like I wasn't too impressed by his weirdness. Yeah, maybe maybe that's the problem. Maybe I wasn't like taken away by how weird he was because I'd already seen it all in the trailer. Yeah, I did like the so I did like the iPod. The iPod was a nice touch. Yep. Which we hadn't really seen. It's so fresh and so clean. Uh, we hadn't heard in the trailer. So I liked the iPod. I liked that he's still listening to the same music he would have listened to 15 years ago, which makes me feel super old. Right? <laughs> because that's like high school for me, and that yep. Dan- makes Danny Rand s- t- 10 years younger than me or whatever. <laughs> I'm just such an old man. My roommate and I actually were specifically talking about that. He was just like, why is he listening to that? I'm like... Well, that's what he had on him 15 years ago. Yep. And he was like, that song is 15 years old? Yep. I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, no! Yeah. (laughs) I moved to Birmingham in 2003. Yeah. Which is now 14 years ago. Jeez. That feels... I I still feel like Birmingham's like my new home, you know? (laughs) But I've lived here. I've actually lived here longer than I've lived in any other city. Um, Yeah. This might be your hometown now. Yeah, it's getting there. It's it's almost there. It's a couple of years from being having lived here longer than I lived uh, with my family. Like like <laughs> I've I've almost crossed that line of being like on my own longer than being with my family. Like yeah. that's a weird feeling. That's I think it's called adulthood. Yeah. It's weird. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> um I let's see. Side cared. Oh, something that I noticed. Um and I had to pause it. And like rant about it when I was watching it with my roommate, um, when the uh, the homeless guy, Big Al, I think yeah. is his name, when he comes over with a uh, with a chicken parm sandwich, yep, and he was like, "There's an Italian place over on Bleecker Street that you know they throw him out at the mm-hmm. end of the night." I paused it and I was like, "Well, hold up, wait, Bleecker Street? You're gonna just throw Bleecker Street in there and just like as a casual thing and just drop that and that's it." Bleecker Street is the the road that the Sanctum Sanctorum is on. Right. It's also just a, right, a real street, right? Yeah. But that is cool. But that's where Doctor Strange lives. <laughs> He's like I right like, around the corner. I didn't think about that, but yes, it is. But I, I just, I think it's funny that... Like, how dare you just throw Bleecker Street out there like it's nothing? Yeah. <sighs> that's fun. That's funny. It's funny that you're, you're, when you think about New York landmarks, most of them, they're way more connected to Marvel than they are to the real world for you. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. And this is the mystical, uh, mystical. Yeah. This is the mystical side of, side of Marvel. So Marvel Netflix. Why? They really should have Dr. Strange show up. I they really, really should. I mean, especially with, with Kunlun being in an alternate dimension. I mean. Yeah. That's, Absolutely. That's what Doctor Strange deals in. I really liked the, uh, you can't get there from here. You can't really get there from here? Because that's like a classic like 80s joke, but yep. you literally can't get there from here. It's, yep. it's in another dimension. Well, that also, um, no, God, that, uh, I my thought was, well, because he was a young boy whenever his plane crashed and he's stuck in his childhood... Like, that's why he's using those quippy lines. But no, those were lines from our childhood. Yeah. No, no. His and childhood. Older than him. His childhood was much later than ours. Uh, <laughs> I'm old, too. Yeah, this show is making me feel old. I feel like it's not for me. <laughs> like, no, it is. It is. It's, it's for, totally for it's us. It's for younger, man. It's nope. like, when that, when that Fresh and So Clean, I realized what they were doing. I was like, oh, they're throwing back, like, oh, 15-year-old music. 
for old people. That's what he's listening to. Yep. I still very much listen to that. <laughs> uh, that is on my iPod now. <laughs> uh, I was, I, you know, yeah, I'm a musician. Uh, the, the audience have mentioned before, I play music for a living. And one of the struggles that I have is I do a lot of weddings. Yeah. And I lately have been getting asked to do proms more. My band's been hired for proms. Okay. Uh, which is great. But... Do schools pay more money? Oh, they pay they pay close to wedding money. Like it's good. It's really good money. All right. Uh, the, it's all the, the the like private schools and stuff do these nice big proms oh, at like all right. country clubs and shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, one of my biggest struggles is like, what do kids listen to now? <laughs> and yeah. like, I'm getting to the point yeah. where even the people that are getting married are like, you know, in their mid twenties. I'm like, I'm ten. I'm a decade older, and I'm starting to like like playing. This is how we do it by Montel Jordan is like still goes over, but it's like getting to the point where some of these kids aren't even going to know what that is anymore. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So I've got to like, start like you're aging out of the demographic. Well, the, the songs I currently know are aging out of, the, they're not, I still do like whatever, some Taylor Swift and Megan Trainer and Bruno Mars. So I'm still doing the er, current stuff, but like not a lot. I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta find more. And so I'm like trying to listen to more like pop radio and figure out what kids are listening to. 21 Pilots. Just yeah. Play everything 21 I, 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 did Pilots. Did I tell you I went to see them? No. Uh, yeah, did. you did, actually, yeah. I did. I went to see them. That sold-out show. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, I hear they put actually, on a great live performance. It was amazing. Yeah. They, the show was amazing. It's only two guys, mm-hmm. but the just the, like, the artistry of the backdrops and everything was really cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. They did, like, a... They did magic tricks and shit. Okay. <laughs> like, at one point, they throw a sheet over the lead singer... For a second, and then suddenly he's up in the balcony. It was like da- watching David Copperfield or something. It was like, <laughs> really? You're David, doing magic tricks? You're David just, Copperfield playing music. You're just straight up doing magic tricks. It's like, I mean, like, you're in an arena show. You got to do something cool. You're only two guys on stage. You got to make so, do something flashy. Mix it up. You know, play good songs. Yeah. So weird stuff like that. Okay. It, where they didn't just play the music. They did like weird magic tricks. And huh. there was one at one point in the show, the drummer did a drum off with a video version of himself that was projected onto the stage that looked almost life-size. So it looked like he was on stage with himself doing a drum off with like an evil version of himself. He's like on all black and he's like having a drum off with himself. Okay. Stuff like that. It was like weird, but neat. (laughs) It's a great show. Music's good too, but you know, the the show was what was amazed me. Yeah. Um, the spectacle. The spectacle of it all. I've never been to a show of a band that's like currently in the top, whatever. Yeah. Uh, me and Alyssa might go see Ed Sheeran in a couple months, and he's real big right now. I'm wondering how his show will be. Probably not as good. What his show will be like. I like, the, I like his music. We'll see. Anyway, that is neither here nor there. Any other th- thoughts on this first episode? Thoughts on the first episode of Iron Fist. Or what you're expecting. What do you want out of this series? Man, I want... The Iron Fist. Oh, one thing that I did mention um, while I was watching it in the opening, uh, like the first few minutes when he's you know he goes into the the Rand Enterprises building and he gets kicked out. First, I like that he just kind of allows himself to be pushed out the door, and he's just like, "Oh man, that sucks." Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and then he fun. goes back in. Like the going back in thing is 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 great. But like the fact that he let himself get pushed out because in the in the trailers we always see like they're like oh you got to get out of here and he just immediately starts wrecking them 
and I thought it was cool and very very fitting of the of the religion that he's immersed in to just kind of let himself be pushed out first and then be like okay I'll, I'll give them another chance mm-hmm. to just not be dicks yeah yeah well it, it, it was if it if he had fought them immediately it would have like been a different character like, yeah it was a good character moment yeah and that's a that's another thing that I like about him is that he doesn't just immediately go to the violence and and striking like in that in that particular fight he wasn't fighting the security guards he was redirecting them oh yeah and like in the middle of it i'm like he hasn't struck a single person they've just all been swinging at him and he's just been like tripping them over each other right yeah he wasn't and and all throughout even the ones that come after with guns later in the episode he's like not trying to hurt anyone yeah He's like he's doing just the minimum amount them. of violence to to stop their advances or whatever. But yeah, not really, not really harming anyone yet. We'll he's, see. We'll see. Yeah, what he's just disarming at this point, and that's really cool. That's that's great for the character. That's exactly who Danny Rand is. He wants to be the hero, and if you look at it as far as like the defenders' heroes, he's the only one of these that like fully embraces his powers and like wants to be the hero. Like, Matt Murdock well, is the closest one to that. Yeah. He just feels driven to because nobody else will. I know that's that's maybe comics knowledge. I guess so far, I don't feel that. So far, I don't right. feel anything. I think, you know, because what I was talking about earlier. Because he hasn't gotten to the hero point sure, yet. What I was talking about earlier about uh, not feeling the same connection with Danny Rand, I yeah. think the main reason is I don't understand his motivation yet. Yet. Um, which I'm sure we will. I mean, but it normally it it helps to know the motivation of your main character in the first episode. It looks like we might get a couple of episodes of, or at least one episode, part of an episode at least, of like, is Danny crazy? Like, is this guy yeah. actually crazy? I am not interested in that, and and I, I'm okay. worried. Like, it's one of my least favorite tropes on a on a on sci-fi or genre television where they put them in a padded room and try to convince them and the audience that they're crazy. Cause you know, they're either not. And if they are, and this has all been a dream, then why am I watching? Like <laughs> there's no stakes. Yep. So I, it's weird for them to do that so early though. Yeah. <laughs> like I hope, I understand if they just like it's just part of the arc that he's in the mental hospital for a minute and then he has to break loose. But if they have a whole episode or two where they try to convince us that he's, they try to convince us that he might be crazy. That'll be weird. Yeah. I don't know. But but it might give us the chance to look into his past. Maybe he'll maybe it'll be a flashback heavy episode. Yeah. I just need to know some motivations for Danny. I think that was a I think that was a mistake with this first episode. Talking about pacing. I don't necessarily think it was paced slowly. I just think that like not knowing his motivation is a problem. Right. I need to like Like you fleshed out the world before you fleshed out the main character. Yeah. And I feel like I care more for him based on comics knowledge than I do based on what I saw on the screen, which is something Marvel doesn't normally do. Marvel normally puts something on the screen that makes you feel for the character immediately. Again, we're talking about this after watching one episode. The whole thing with Netflix is you get to binge. So yeah. we're going to go binge. Let's, let's see what, let's see what this <clears> next episode Let's go binge and get like, more into his PTSD. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like really bad for him if you like if you think about it. Yeah, his mother. The the fact that his mother, his mother got, got sucked out, out of the plane f- after trying to help him. Like that was sad. That was real sad. Yeah, I feel for him as the for the pain he's gone through. Yeah. But I don't. I just don't see 
Like, you just don't look, identify with him He's looking for answers, I guess. That's that's all we know so far. But what is the... What are your questions? Even, yeah, exactly. We don't even know what his questions are. Yeah. Uh, we just know that they had a plane crash. Does he suspect foul play? Is there a reason he suspects foul play? Um, that would all be interesting if he had reasons. But if he had reasons and he expected foul play, why did it take him uh, 15 years to come back? Like, there's a lot of, like... Couldn't learn. Right. There's a lot of questions we don't have answered in this show i yeah. understand from yeah we could we could we fl- know from comics comics yeah. knowledge but all that of that would have helped, thing would have helped has me. a time frame right all of that would have helped me connect with this show if i had seen it on screen you know right so i understand where maybe some of these critics who don't have any comics knowledge at all going in and being like yeah i don't i don't care yet okay i'm in episode two i don't care yet <laughs> like um but I don't know. I care. I'm excited. I don't. I don't like to to accuse critics of not having comics knowledge because fans can sure. also be critics. Sure, sure, sure. I just. I'm I just feel saying like they're they're holding it to a different standard because this is a different show. They want it to be just like, you know, just like Daredevil or just like Luke Cage or right. just I mean, like Jessica Jones. Like, I'm, it's not I'm having the be. same. I'm having the same conversation here. <clears throat> I, I, it's, it's an easy comparison to make. Yeah, because we're. They're in the same series. We're gonna we're gonna compare them. Yeah. Um. So, yes, I, I am also doing that. <laughs> Don't do that. I, I, I can't let it be that. its own genre. Well, I am. I'm. I'm. I'm interested to see where it goes. But I'm just so far. It's. I'm not talking about it being different. I'm. I'm welcome for it to be different. I'm yeah. talking about basics of storytelling. Like, yeah. Make me care about the main character. Tell me about him. Get make me, me understand him. his motivation like that's that's basics and i don't feel like they did that in the first episode all, all this is yet we're, we're about to watch the second episode and we're about to find out and we'll be back with you guys tomorrow with more on the second episode yeah. of iron fist uh thank you for joining us this day we are the marvel cinematic universe podcast in partnership with 45 magazine and a proud member of the giant size team up network if you want to reach out to us hit us up at mcucast.com at mcucast on twitter facebook.com slash mcucast or call us at 573 cast mcu and leave a voicemail what we normally do a feedback roundup about halfway through these watches if you haven't been with us through a previous netflix watch we'll be dropping one episode a day for the next 13 days until we're we make it through the series so uh hit us with your feedback and a lot of times we'll do like a feedback roundup somewhere in the middle so uh and and then another one probably at the end so please if you do your feedback send it spoiler alert and what episode or feedback for what episode you're on at the before before the comment if1 if2 whatever you gotta do yeah what what what, or you know jj6 yeah just put episode whatever or some way, in some way, notate what you're giving feedback for because we don't want to spoil ourselves trying to, because uh, <laughs> we don't watch these until we cast about them because we want to be fresh. So, cool. Well, we're we're going to be back with you guys tomorrow. Thank you very much. Until next time, true believers. Mm-hmm.